0: Hi, this is Bethany, your host of the Random Yogi Podcast, a weekly podcast about holistic living and physical, emotional, and spiritual healing, and of course, plenty of yoga and Ayurveda. We offer bonus episodes each month featuring yoga flows that you can do at home, as well as guided meditations. Thanks for joining us. All right, Christina, why don't you just start by introducing yourself and telling us about your journey?
1: Absolutely. Well, my name is Christina Karst. I am the owner of Christina Karst Wellness, Higher Frequency Healings. I am a Reiki master, a sound healing practitioner, a crystal healer, as well as a meditation teacher and a um, a 500 hour yoga um, teacher (laughs) as well. Um, My journey began actually in, in 2017 formally. And that's when I um, got my yoga certification to teach because I just fell in love with yoga. So I wanted to learn everything I could about it. I wanted to understand the behind the scenes, you know, why were the poses called, you know, certain terms and learn Sanskrit. And so I did that. Now, and- how
0: long had you been practicing yoga when you became a teacher?
1: Sure. I had been practicing actually not very long. Um, to be honest with you, I hated it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I did not like yoga the first time I started it. And um, I was what you would call a gym rat. I was in the gym, I was lifting weights, I was running. That's what I like to do. And um, I tried yoga out, but it just wasn't the right fit for me at that time. So when I met my, um, I call her, she's the one like my yoga goddess that like did my spark, you know, for me. And when I met her, um, that's when I fell in love with yoga and I had practiced for about a year. And then I was asked if I would be interested in teaching and I was like me, no, I just, just too soon. And um, then by the time the third or fourth person asked me that week when I was going to start teaching, I'm like, okay, (laughs) the universe is telling me I need to get certified, which I did. And um, so, I started that in 2017. It progressed into becoming, you know, certified in meditation, and then I um, went to a Reiki session. You know, probably in 2018, 2019, somewhere there. And you know, did you go for healing or for a healing for myself? Because I'm like, what's what's Reiki? What is this? And um, I went in. And it was an eye-opening experience for me. I just, I felt like I was vibrating, you know, afterwards. And I heard my first crystal singing bowl in person. And I fell in love with crystal singing bowls. So of course I had to get certified in Reiki. I took it all the way until I became a Reiki master. Now in
0: case listeners don't know what is Reiki, how does it work?
1: Absolutely. So, so Reiki is universal healing energy that is abundant. It's everywhere. Everybody has access to it. It's something that has been around forever, but it was rediscovered actually by Miyako Usui um, in Japan in the early 1900s, (laughs) basically. We're not early, early, but it's kind of disseminated down. But it's something that they have um, written text about it in Sanskrit and, you know, different parts of like Eastern, you know, culture. So with Reiki, what I have and any Reiki, you know, practitioner that's out there has an attunement. And the attunement allows you to channel Reiki in through your crown chakra. Then it comes out through the hands and the energy flows into the participant or the client. And they have to be open to it to accept it, but the best way I can describe Reiki if you were like what is this i've never heard of this before. Okay, when you were a child and maybe you skinned your knee or you had a bump or a bruise and you fell down and maybe your mother or father or grandmother put their hands on that area and kissed it to make it better and it felt better that's Reiki. So the only difference between me and say your mother or grandmother doing that for you is I have a direct connection to the source of the energy. So think of it this way, that it's like a cell phone and you have a Wi-Fi hotspot, and then you have kind of like dead spots, you know, in certain areas where you walk into. So when you have the attunement, you're in the Wi-Fi hotspot. So it's a pure channel of energy. And the biggest thing I can tell you about energy healing, A Reiki practitioner is not the one doing the healing, they are the vessel, they are the channel of the energy and, most importantly, the person that's on the table or getting the Reiki healing energy is the one that's responsible for their healing because they're allowing that energy to go in and the energy goes wherever um, it's needed. So does that explain Reiki? It does.
0: And it makes sense to me that energy healing would work just because with my yoga background, I know we're just a collection of vibrating molecules. So it does make sense to me that, you know, since we're made up so much of energy that there would be some, some healing properties. So you said you heard a crystal bowl for the first time and you fell Mm -hmm. in love with the sound. So tell us
1: about that. Absolutely. That, and thus became my um, obsession with singing bowls, so um, I heard the the sound of a crystal bowl, and it was a um, the F note, the heart chakra, and I, it just it hit me in such a way that I had to know more about it. I had to learn about it. How was this bowl made? How does it make the sound that resonates so much into me that can bring joy or? Or make me want to cry or just you know just like quiets out all that chatter you know within the monkey mind you know so to speak and um so i started searching out sounds sound healing how do you work with these how does this work and so um one bowl began became eight <laughs> you know <laughs> and it was like i i ended up building a set of chakra singing bowls um where i got a total of seven of them and then i had to get another one just because i thought it was pretty (laughs) (laughs) so i began that journey and i started um learning and then that actually led me to ann martin with bliss bowls and it was something that because i wanted to understand you know how to work with these bowls how to incorporate them into my yoga practice, into my meditations that I was already doing. And then I heard my first Tibetan singing bowl of pure quality and I fell in love with it. I couldn't get it out of my head. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I have seven of these other bowls right now. Where am I going to put these? (laughs) And then I started building a collection of Tibetan singing bowls. And then um, the person at um.com who's out of Los Angeles, um, after I bought, like, I don't know, my seventh <laughs> Tibetan bowl, she reached out to me and she wanted to know who I was and what was going on. And I told her, I'm building a practice, you know, I'm getting my certifications in sound healing and i'm building a set and she goes what are you using it for and i explained to her and she goes oh no 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 what you have is not for you we need to build you a set of singing bowls that are master quality healing and i said okay and i'm like this is what i want so i worked with her for a long time and i paired the sounds and the octave and the hertz with my crystal singing bowls so they were two notes are like octaves below so when you hit them they were the same note but they paired together so beautifully it just created a vibration of energy and so at that point i'm like i have what i need and i started going through that process of you know getting Certified in learning everything I could about sound healing with singing bowls.
0: So what is it, though, that makes singing bowls so special? Because they are. I mean, cool. the first time I heard one, and it's not a master quality one that I have, but the first one time I was able to play it, I mean, there's just something healing in that sound. What makes them so special?
1: Oh, absolutely. So a singing bowl, like a, we'll talk about a Tibetan singing bowl. Typically, those are made out of seven metals. They are handmade and hand hammered. And there is a process that's put into them that, you know, typically if they're done the way that I like them <laughs> to be done, there are mantras and prayers and everything that's done within this process of these, you know, men and women in, Th- in Tibet. So they're going through, they're hand hammering these out, they're hearing the tones, and they take their time with them. And then the seven medals represent planets they represent chakras they represent energy then they you know sing in these mantras like if it's the heart chakra or the root you know or the throat and they go through this entire process so it's not this manufactured machined bowl that you can buy off of Amazon you know so to speak you actually have when you get one of these bowls in your hand it's let's what tears and love that comes with it and so, when you hear one and the amount of like when they put it and they have to like heat it up, they have to melt the metals, they have to hammer it's kind of like sword making you know in Japan. But they tune them you know to these notes and then it's this beautiful almost like a work of art and then it's something that will hit you in these chakras or these energy centers that's unlike anything you know, else it, it's really, it's hard to describe. You have to experience one, but if it's something that you have one of those little bowls, which are great, you know, little singing bowl, you know, ding, you know, from Amazon, you'll get the tone. But when you have one that's handmade in a specific note made for a specific chakra, it's like you just bow down. <laughs> Yeah, two things
0: I'm thinking of right now uh, regarding chakras because I can't. I'm first of all I believe in sound healing because I am a Christian and in the Old Testament it talks about King David playing instruments for King Saul and that's the only way he got any peace. So that's one reason I've always been very open to the idea that sound can heal. Plus, I've watched plenty of documentaries on the science behind it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's plenty of scientific basis. But one thing that recently um, in one of these documentaries I was watching occurred to me all of a sudden was the chakra system. I was still kind of a skeptic about chakras, even as a Mm -hmm. yoga teacher, until I just happened to I love documentaries. And I was watching one about hormones because I'm getting to the point in life where my hormones are beginning to fluctuate. And Have you ever noticed that the chakras actually follow the endocrine system? They follow those major hormonal glands. I think that is fascinating. Ancient people must have realized we had some sort of hormonal glands. They just didn't call them that. Exactly. And the other thing, too, I, I find interesting with the singing bowls, um, because I also have a background in Messianic Judaism. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard the ram's horn on Passover. Have you ever heard a true ram's horn? Yes. Yes. And does it not hit, it hits my heart. I mean, I can feel it in my soul. Have you had that experience?
1: Yes. When I've heard one of those, you know, instruments and that's what it kind of gets to the singing bowls, gongs and things of that nature. The resonance that it creates will make every cell in your body reverberate. And it is something that will, it's a healing. It's, it's a deep healing. And that's the thing like with sound is that, okay, your body is 75% of water, right? And so if you think about a sound wave, it flows, you know, it ripples through. So think of a lake that's just pristine like a mirror and you throw a pebble into the lake. That pebble creates ripples that come away from it. And so that is exactly what a sound wave does within your body. So when a specific tone or frequency comes into the body it takes those blockages or areas and then what it does it it soothes them out and it rejuvenates restores and you know it's amazing it rebalances the energies that are there so when talking about the chakra system right you have the meridians because you yeah, know we talk about like the seven main chakras but there's over 200 there's more than that that's within the body so when you think of acupuncture You know, you think of massage and things of that nature. They go through the meridians, they go up and down through the body. And that's what happens with tuning forks. So when you go through that vibration, well, basically allow that energy to flow through in this beautiful state that unblocks things from a physical, a mental, an emotional and a spiritual level. And, you know, sound has been within all cultures within all religions, and it's something that is extremely powerful. Just okay, think about this when you're in church at the end of a mass or in a church service or whatnot, everyone says amen or they sing it just like they do. Oh, mm-hmm. guess what? It's the same frequency and it's the same hertz. The really? human voice, yes. The human voice is the most powerful instrument that is out there, because what you're doing when you're singing. And you're hearing that you're getting a sonic massage within your internal organs and when you're singing and you have the vocals that are coming out guess what you're not using this anymore you're using your heart you're using your lungs. And that's why it's deeply healing. When you chant Om at the end of a yoga practice, you feel like you're a little high. You are. Your dopamine centers went off in your brain and you're in a deeply blissful state, just like if you're in church and everybody you know, says amen together, that group and that unity with that sound and that reverberation that comes through acoustically goes directly into your body all of that water within your blood, your muscles, your cells, your bones, and it vibrates and then it creates bliss. And that is actual scientific proof that that exists.
0: Well, and science is telling us now to even just hum, to calm our vagal nerve down when we're in fight or flight and we're stressed out and om, and I didn't even put amen with that, but it would be the exact same thing, calming that vagal nerve.
1: Yeah. And guess what? That is the frequency, I believe it's 136.10, and that is also for the earth and for your heart chakra. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: I'm going to go ahead and tell listeners, I actually met you because (laughs) after my father died, I just, I needed to be by the water. And so I came down to the coast to Corpus Christi and I, I knew that I wanted to experience a sound bath. And so that is how I actually found you and came into the beautiful space behind you. I wish listeners could see it. You have a beautiful (laughs) treatment room. And when you were telling me about the gongs, I really began to get very fascinated by Mm -hmm. all the hurts and everything. And I looked it up and I ended up finding from NASA's website The planets vibrate. We know that. But they translated the vibration because all the planets vibrate. Literally, this is NASA. You can look at it on NASA's website. All the planets vibrate in frequencies we can hear. And so they created a video showing you the planets and letting you hear them and some of the moons around Jupiter and things like that. It is phenomenal there's a couple of planets that sound a little creepy like pluto but Mm -hmm. uranus and neptune were just gorgeous earth just gorgeous i highly recommend that i'll put that in the show notes too but but you're the one who led me to that because i got so fascinated after meeting you
1: well and that's exactly it with those vibrations and you know and then it gets into the astrology piece you know of it you know if you start getting into the planets and what they mean Pluto, and you're saying, like, oh, it sounds kind of ominous. It's because it cr- creates great change. Typically, when Pluto orbits and comes and makes its way finally back around, big changes happen. To put it in perspective, um, the American Revolution happened when Pluto <laughs> came around. And so it's really interesting. Like you mentioned Earth Gong or Earth and Neptune. I have those gongs like the one that's directly behind me I know that listeners can't see that that's the sound of creation that is Earth it's that frequency it's the heart you know that comes through Neptune um, it's about you know the flow of energies of water that comes through it's a masculine energy Mars is the sacred or divine masculine and that is your kind of like warring and aggression that comes through then i have venus which is your divine feminine that's about love and nurturing and then i have the side rail moon and so and that's all water energy and so it's all about a balance but you know looking at that with nasa you know put that within your notes and then also the works of hans Cousteau. And he is one of a physicist that put all this work out in the 1970s, based on exactly what you're talking about with NASA with the vibrations and hertz and frequencies of these planets and that's how they tuned. The gongs and that's how they tuned tuning forks to have these specific frequencies and hertz because astrologers and there's so much research that's out there, the planets have a direct connection with your physical body, your mental, emotional, and spiritual body. I mean, think about it when there's a full moon, everything kind of goes a little crazy. I, when I was in my corporate life, I could tell, I didn't know. I'm like, there has to be a full moon. <laughs> Something's happening. You know, everyone's <laughs> acting a little funny, but it's the same thing with the planets and it's just, it's amazing, but it all goes together. And that goes back into Eastern philosophy, you know, The Japanese, the Chinese, you know, Indians, they have had this for thousands of years. And you know what? When something's been around for that long, you've got to take notice and you have to respect it. You know, it's just like, there's a lot.
0: And all of that Eastern um, stuff is interconnected, I found. I've got a book right now that I'm reading um, that shows that it compares and contrasts chinese medicine with ayurveda and it is mm-hmm. so similar so when That's i came okay. in um to you that day you we talked for a minute and then i laid down uh, well actually stop and tell us about that fantastic mat that is on the bed on the <laughs> massage table that i laid on
1: absolutely so i have what is called a biomat and it is from healthy line and it is um, the entire length of my massage table. It is lined with amethyst crushed crystals, jade and tourmaline stones. So amethyst is all about, you know, it's a master healer crystal. It helps to soothe anxieties. It helps to soothe insomnia and as well as like migraines. And the list just goes on and on. If you can only afford one crystal, amethyst. <laughs> and then jade is about love. It's self-love. And then tourmaline is something that has, it's a black, dark stone and it absorbs negative energies. On top of that, there is an electromatic, let me try to say this, it's a pulse electromatic wave frequency that comes out of the mat and I can control it and I keep it at a seven and that is the pulse of the earth. And then I heat it up to 111 degrees, which is an angelic number. And so these mats, they are actually something that you can purchase if you have issues with circulation problems, back problems. Um, it even helps with your metabolism. And believe it or not, these are um, items that you can purchase with your health flexible spending account. Really? And there's just, yeah, there's a lot of information, a lot of science, you know, that are behind it. I looked into them because I had some pretty severe back injuries, not too terribly long ago. And, um, I kept being led to these mats and I'm like, I loved it so much. I'm like my clients, you need to experience this, you know, as well, but yeah, healthy line bio mats and they have a variety. There's different ones like, you know, depending on what your price point is. Right. Because some of them can be pretty pricey, but, when you're talking about your health, it's priceless and it's well, worth every penny. And I wondered,
0: because I, right before I came to see you, I had seen the documentary called Earthing and yeah. it talked about how we're so insulated from the earth and it wasn't supposed to be that way. And researchers in California are beginning to realize when we stand on the earth barefoot, negative ions and free radicals and stuff Mm -hmm. like leave our body through the bottom of our feet so rapidly, it's almost hard for them to measure how rapidly. Mm -hmm. So is that an
1: earthing mat as well or? Yeah, absolutely. Because what it does, it actually puts in the um, far infrared rays up into the body about five and a half inches. And it does input, you know, negative ions into the body, you know, as well which is what helps you with your circulation and your metabolism and your overall relaxation. So if you were to take your blood pressure, you know, before getting on the mat to, after being on the mat, it would stabilize, you know, and lower down. Yeah. There's a lot of research and science that's behind these things and they're just absolutely, you know, amazing. There's people that will actually purchase one that fits their entire bed that they can sleep on every single night. You know even up to like a king-size bed wow. and there's just so many things this depends on you know what what's it worth for you when i was suffering with my um spinal issues <laughs> it was on my bed <laughs> and it really helped me tremendously so i would recommend it well I thought... I'm, I'm a skeptic when it comes to that stuff you have to prove it to me and um proof yeah i i'm if i'm your skeptic or your control of the experiment and i'm recommending it there's something to it <laughs> yeah
0: well after i laid down you began to play your singing bowls how did you choose what to play because it was fantastic i mean i seriously it was just literal bliss sitting laying there listening to you so what how did you choose what to play
1: i play intuitively so i channel energy in and i can feel I mean, I can feel and I know and I get guided where I need to go. And I know what I need to put together. And so when you were here, you know, on the table, I had a very strong sense of sadness and grief. And so what we were going to be doing was to rebalance the chakras out. And so I took it to the Vedic scale, you know, starting at the crown chakra, which was a note of a B, the third eye, which is an A, going to the throat with a G moving to the heart, which is F, then going into the solar plexus, you know, which is E, moving to the sacral, which is D, and then to the root chakra, which is C, and so I play those in sequential order, and then there are different triads that can also help, you know, from like a meditation standpoint, that's like an A, C, and an E, and there's ways to really to focus in, and so I've had a lot of training you know with regards to that and i plugged all of that in i felt the energy and then i started moving into the other instruments you know like the gongs to basically to like take your entire body like when you're on this table it creates like this complete like biosphere vortex of energy of this sound vibrations that enter in And so it's almost like being in a deprivation chamber because your eyes are closed, you're on this warm table. It's like you're kind of floating and by taking away that sense of sight and purely feeling, you know, or hearing, um, you just go into a state of deep meditation and relaxation, which allows you to heal physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And it keeps going. It will create an energy shift within you. And that's where most people are so surprised because of what it does. It takes you to a place that you may not have even realized that existed within yourself because it takes you up into your higher or highest consciousness. So it's it's pretty amazing.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because when I first laid down, I was, I don't know if you'll remember, but I was having trouble breathing Yeah, that's right. and, um, and it didn't take long with you playing before I was able to take a deep breath. And I think it could have been the first time I had truly br- breathed deeply in quite some time after caring for dad and all of that. Sure. Um, and, and even you, we talked about it afterwards and you said it was a uh, heart Pretty chakra block. blockage, but your, your playing of the bowls actually helped quite a bit. And I was able to take a deep breath.
1: Yeah, that was unlocking those energy centers utilizing the bowls. Another thing I'd like to bring up like, you know, listening to the sound of the bowls, like when I'm going through a chakra rebalancing, the tones of the bowls are different for each individual person. Okay. And it's really interesting. So because my ear is, you know, tuned in to what they sound like, I can tell by the sound of the bowl if there is an imbalance you know is there a depletion energy is there a blockage is there an excess you know within the energy and so by the time I get done with the session those bowls are in perfect harmony and I talk to you know my clients and people about them like did you hear it if they're aware you know because some people I hit the bowl once and they're out Mm -hmm. and they remember nothing but it's just something that you know it's like you hear it because like i'll strike it and maybe it goes blah, and it sounds very dissonant because it needs to be because it's shaking the energy out and it's releasing that blockage then i'll come back another time or two and i hit the ball and each time i hit it it evens out it evens out it evens out and that's when i know when i have them all flowing at the same you know basically frequency or pitch Then I know I've balanced and I can move on to something else, and it will tell me it's just like when i'm doing a Reiki session i'll feel the energy you know i'm like okay. We need to come over here a little bit more or I'll incorporate it with the sound and the Reiki to you know amplify because the bowls act like speakers, you know when you're going through that energy, you know session. But it's just it's really interesting from my perspective when I go through and I can hear it the first time I hear it because my ear is trained. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is what we're working on today. And it's just it's an amazing thing.
0: Well, you know, when I started out um, being a yoga teacher, when I started my teacher training, at first I would hear my instructors talking about sensing the energy and, and at first I was like, I don't know what that is, but really we all do it. You know, I think when we're not really paying attention, we're like they can feel the energy, but if you walk into a room, you know, if something is wrong because you've sensed the energy as soon as you walked in or if something's off, um, Now, at some point, you actually put a bowl on my abdomen and Mm -hmm. played it and the vibration was just, it was so powerful. It felt Mm -hmm.
1: amazing in my body. So can you talk about that? Absolutely. So what I used was a large um, Tibetan singing bowl, a metal bowl, and it's about 12 to 13 inches that goes across. And the bowl is for the root chakra the sacral chakra and it can even incorporate into your solar plexus it's placed on the abdomen and it's played at a counterclockwise circulation and the reason why that's done that is for release that is to break apart you know energies that need to be released and to you know release things that you know may be causing depletions or blockages within the energetic system as well as within the physical body because now i'm vibrating your intestines i am vibrating your stomach your spleen your pancreas you know the colon everything it's everything's getting a vibration here and so then what i do is when i'm going through and i'm circling that bowl i'm also hearing the tone and i'm hearing if there's little bumps that go around every time i get a bump that goes around the rim of that bowl, goes That's something that needs to be released that is reverberating and coming out of the body. And so then I'll go around and do that until I start to hear a little hum that comes from the bowl. And that tells me at that point that we have basically pulled that gunk out energetically and released it. Or we had something that shifted that went through that needed to go through the intestines. Right. So then at that point, after we've done the release, we go clockwise. Which is about new beginnings. It's about rebirth. It's about growth. It is restoring. It is rebalancing. It is aligning, you know, all of those energies. And then when I hear it sing, because it's hard to get that bowl to sing, after we go a couple bumps, and all of a sudden it starts to even out. And mind you, I'm putting the same pressure on it the entire time. I'm not trying to make it harder. I'm not trying to make the bumps. It's just what your body, the energy is allowing to be kind of sucked out through this like a vortex or like a speaker. It's coming out. And so once that happens and I hear it sing, I know we've done our job. And basically that vibration, as you experience, it's not just in the stomach. It's not in all those intestines. It will go down your arms and your legs come up through your chest. Some people feel it in their jaw, you know, or they'll feel it right here. it's like vibrating within their third eye. And it's just very, very um, relaxing. So it's a sonic massage, because remember the example of the drop or the pebble in the water, the vibrations, the bowl is like a big pebble. (laughs) <laughs> that yeah. comes and it just sends everything out and it keeps going and going. And um, it's just, it's truly a phenomenal thing. If you've never experienced it, you should. And if you put it on the back, love, so like, say if you have lung issues like asthma, or you have um, pneumonia, just, you know, different things, a bowl on the back, To put the vibrations into the body can break that stuff up and open up your airways. Well, and that makes perfect sense to me
0: because. I am asthmatic and I Mm -hmm. used to get bronchitis every year and the respiratory Mm -hmm. therapist, if I had to go to the emergency room would just beat on my back Mm -hmm. and break it up. So that makes perfect sense. And also before I went to law school that summer, I worked for a chiropractor and she would Mm -hmm. often use ultrasonic, just like you would do an ultrasound on somebody, but to put the vibrations in at the cellular level. So you're
1: basically doing the same thing. We just get beautiful sound with it. And that's true, and so that kind of brings me to another topic I was going to bring up, so there is an oncologist in New York, his name is Mitchell Gaynor. He's since passed away, but he actually utilized Tibetan singing bowls and gongs with his cancer patients, and they have research that was completed utilizing gongs and singing bowls at certain frequencies for a specific amount of times actually shrunk and broke apart tumors. Wow. these bowls now think of it it's like what you were saying with the ultrasound okay if you have kidney stones they bring in that sonic machine that is sound waves at high frequencies that are breaking apart those kidney stones ultrasounds where they're looking in the body or from mothers, you know to be they're looking at that baby those are sound waves that are bouncing back sound waves can levitate things there's proof there's studies that are being done and you know, Stanford and Harvard and like all these different, you know, universities, the power of sound, there is weaponry (laughs) that are utilized with sound waves in war that will stop somebody in their tracks and make them throw up because of the frequencies that come through. So it's not, I mean, it's also like, you know, you think about music, music is like a time machine, you hear a song and all of a sudden you're transported back to when you were like eight years old just like smells and, you know, things of that nature, but it's really, it's powerful. And if you think about it you have resonant sounds, like the sounds of the singing bowls. you're like, oh, they're beautiful. I love to hear them. Then you have sounds that create great dissonance that will reverberate in your body. Think nails on a chalkboard. Mm. Right. But that's the power of it. And so, and you go back to, if you want to take it from a Christianity standpoint, They have the Ark of the Covenant and they believe that that was all about sound. Mm -hmm. The more so it's just it goes through everything. It's amazing. It's like when you really start opening your mind and then, you know, from being open minded about energies, but then opening up your mind from an analytical perspective, going in and doing the actual research, because I'm an analytic. I had to know everything about this Mm -hmm. before I was going to start like going down this path and you're just like, wow, there's so much more. To than just regular modern medicine. There are so many more non invasive modalities that can do wondrous things. And it's not saying to replace your modern medicine, these are complementary things to do in addition mm-hmm. to what you're going through. And you may just find out you've hit the root cause finally of what the disease in the body is that caused the disease.
0: Mm-hmm. So. There's another uh, documentary I saw all about sound and they put at uh, like a water and a cornstarch so it, it had some it wasn't just water but they put it on a speaker and then they played different frequencies and depending on the frequency you would see a sunflower pattern yeah. appear in this or a, the shell of a turtle appear mm-hmm. and for me not only because I'm fascinated by sound baths and sound healing anyway was it fascinating to watch but from the perspective also of my faith in Christianity mm-hmm. we're told in the Bible that God spoke creation into being and then you see these frequencies that, you know, would be sound, create this pattern of a sunflower or yep. this pattern of a turtle. And there was many more patterns be- beyond that with the different frequencies. I yeah. found it to be absolutely fascinating.
1: The entire study, I think it was like CH, the so lady plates or something like that. I think it was a German scientist. And they did the different frequencies. And then they were making mandalas. And, you know, they were comparing them to snowflakes, you know, into different things, because if you put water in a singing bowl and you sing it, and if you quickly, like, you know, have one of those fast or speed camera shutters or whatnot, the same thing happens, you can actually see the water bouncing and it creates those same shapes. Really? Yes. That is fascinating. It really, I mean, it is. And so that's why if you, if you, think about that, right, the bowl in the water or the plate with the cornstarch in the water, that's how your body was reacting to the bowl on the belly. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's really, really, you know, a powerful, you know, thing that's out there to be utilized and more people need to know about it mm-hmm. because it's something that could be life altering and changing. Um, I worked with a little boy with ADHD and I did it distantly with him and he had a hard time you know kind of controlling himself being able to sit still or to pay attention and the focus and then it would cause him to have outbursts of anxiety and so I worked with his mother and him with a little singing bowl get one off Amazon it's fine but what it did is he would be able to hit the bowl And he would take a deep breath and just listen to the bowl to go into silence. And he would do that three times and it would refocus him. And then it would allow him to move and do what he was doing. And at night, he would do it to go to bed because he'd have an extremely busy brain, you know, going through all of this. And so it was a really amazing thing. And I've worked with other children with singing bowls and yoga, you know, did the whole thing with them. Um, the lady that I work with at of she uses my picture of the children that I was working with singing bowls out on my back deck. They're all holding their little bowls and they're playing them. But it's just something starting from a young age. I even I have a client that I work with that um, retired nurse practitioner, gone through everything she could possibly do to try to figure out this neuropathy issues that are in her shins. She started coming to me uh, for Reiki and sound. When she started with me, she couldn't feel anything down basically below her knees to her feet. Mm -hmm. So it created balance issues because it was like walking on marshmallows, right? Because she can't feel. We worked together for about a year. She can actually feel down to her ankles now. Wow. And after each session, we do a litmus test. I'm like, roll your ankles. She can roll them. And now she can pull her foot back and she can spread her toes out. Wow. And that's because, you know, she's eating good. And this is something that we've been working with, but this is someone who was in the medical profession and just couldn't get it to work and the medicines were making her sick. And so she tried something that was non-invasive, just on a whim. You know, she's like, I'm willing to try anything. Guess what? It's working.
0: Wow. Now when we were done with my session you had told me to um avoid certain things and to drink lots of water and just so you know I went and had a vegan meal that night and really I was fortunate before I ask you about the avoidance of stuff I um I feel very fortunate because after mine the next morning you were actually teaching sunrise yoga on Padre Island North Padre mm-hmm. Island and so I felt like that sort of sealed the whole um, sound bath and, and sound healing that you had given me just by being at sunrise on the beach with you doing yoga. Like it just sealed it for me. So if any listeners get to actually go to Corpus and experience Christina, I highly recommend you do it on a day where you can also have yoga
1: with her. Yes. But um,
0: what did you tell me to avoid and why?
1: Yes. So I told you to avoid red meats Um, and alcohol and I really wanted you to eat a clean diet and the reason why is your body was going to go through a detoxification because all the energies and everything basically that we rebalanced you know the things that they were happening within the body from a cellular standpoint were going to be eliminated you know from the body and it's something that by having lots of water it's going to help to flush the system you know to get that out and then you know with red meats and things of that nature that can be harder on the stomach and it's something that it just it's not good after an energetic session Um, i myself am plant-based for health reasons and i do eat fish you know on occasion but when i eliminated those things from my diet everything changed you know within my digestive you know system but yeah, we always say you know no alcohol because it can obstruct the energy and it can basically undo everything that you just did and it's not saying you can't have any more alcohol ever it's just saying at least for 24 hours after your energy session and preferably before you don't partake so that way the body the vessel is ready to take in all of the beautiful healing energy and can eliminate it afterwards That's was released it was you know, it's, it's, What can I say? It's like your lymph glands, everything. It's like we're gonna get it out, guys. Here we go. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. sometimes right after a session, you think that I have so much energy, I'm gonna go take on the world. You get in your car and barely get back to your house, and you take a nap for like four hours, Mm -hmm. like a serious nap. And I think that's what happened to you. Didn't you just like pass out (laughs) afterwards?
0: (laughs) I went and had a vegan meal and then I went back to the condo I had rented and I slept for about three hours.
1: Yep. I felt great though. Yeah. But that was what was needed because the body was like, all right, we're ready. You know, from a physical standpoint, we got you, but you got to be asleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for this to happen.
0: Now I know that you also offer distance sessions for listeners who can't make it to Corpus. So is it, is it as powerful as what I experienced being with you?
1: Yes. A distance session can be extremely powerful. And I actually incorporate Reiki and sound, you know, going through that distance session. Um, I work with, um, people in Washington, you know, state, um, I, worked on somebody in Arizona. So these are all over the place. Right. And even somebody in, um, Slovenia, (laughs) she had contacted me, but it's something that it's very, very powerful. And so what I ask of you is like prior to the session is to fill out like a questionnaire to tell me what's going on. And what I do is I come up with an actual prescription of sound to make for you during that particular session, like triads of bowls, different things. And then what I can do is even record and, you know, send that to you so you can listen to it at a later date. Um, I mean, being in person is phenomenal to feel the vibrations coming from the gongs because a microphone does not do a gong justice, but it can do a singing bowl justice. So, cause it's a different type of tone. So it's just something that, um, yeah, distance sessions, they are extremely powerful. And um, each person that I've worked with, and what I do is I have them lay down and I turn my camera off. So you don't see me walking around because you're gonna get focused on where she going next. <laughs> cause I'm moving the entire time. But, um, and they close their eyes. And it's powerful. I had a client, um, she, as soon as I hit the first bowl, she started crying because she had a release that was pent up because she had so much anxiety. And when she had that, the emotional release happened. And then we talked about everything afterwards. And then she felt like the weight of the world was taken off of her shoulders. I have someone who has back issues that was, Going to she had a surgery, we did a session before the surgery to get her ready, and then we did a session like post surgery, a couple of weeks later. and She felt amazing, but it was something that we have to work together and you have to be 100% honest with me, you know with what's going on, so we can work with it. Now, here are some contraindications you know from a sound perspective, if you have epilepsy it's not the good fit you know, for you, because it could create a potential seizure. If you have controlled medication and have epilepsy, you need to talk to your doctor beforehand, you know, to make sure that that is okay from a distance perspective. And that's one of the reasons I go through a lot of questions to make sure, because, you know, people are like, it's just a singing bowl. No, (laughs) it's not just a singing bowl because it's so, um, Empowering—it's so profound. What happens and the vibrations come into the body, it waves you couldn't even imagine. We have to make sure that everybody's safe. It's just like if I find that you're pregnant, um, I'm not going to put a ball on the belly, you know, because I don't want to impact that amniotic fluid by putting a ball physically on the body. It can be three feet away from you, no problem, but not on the belly. And just like if you have like a pacemaker, whether it's raking or if it's sound, I'm not going to put a bowl there or use my hands there because it will set it off. Because a pacemaker, the way they are today, and they have proof they've had it where if Reiki was over that pacemaker, the doctor's like, what were you doing at blah, blah time? Because it caused a little lip, you know, within that. And if you put a bowl there, the vibrations that are going to go through, or if you have a metal plate, you know, within the body or an infusion within the spine, those are all things that need to be noted and to work through and that's something else is that if you do go to a sound healing practitioner, which I highly recommend. They need to be asking you these questions if they're not. Maybe it's not the right space for you to be because it's about your safety and your overall well being. Because you know there are folks that are out there they're like I can ding a bowl therefore i'm a sound healer no (laughs) that's not what it is it's like saying oh I I read the Constitution so i'm a lawyer. (laughs) that's not the way that it is I know there's a very different spectrums right but it's just something there is a lot of training and you know knowledge that's behind there to make sure that everybody is safe, just like within yoga you have to go through these teachings and these learnings to make sure. That you're working appropriate within the human body.
0: and I was amazed too, when I walked in, like I am, and I I've told friends this, it was the weirdest thing because the second I walked in and met you face to face, my heart just loved you. I just felt, I mean, you just have a healing energy. But I literally could feel my heart like, I just love this person. Um, And Mm -hmm. so I would tell listeners, make sure that when you walk in and meet a sound healer, there's some sort of affinity. It doesn't have to necessarily be, I love this person, but there was just such a, I felt a connection with you as soon as I met you.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's why I kind of giggle when I have people like yourself that reach out to me, like, I really need to have this session I'm only here for a short time or, you know, whatever's going on. I'm like, there's a reason why you found me. And it's just because we have that energetic connection and it's always been there, but we find each other when the time is right. And it's just, it's amazing because I know when I hugged you, I was like, oh, there it is. She's soul family. I can feel it. You know, it's just, it's one of those things. And then I guard my space very carefully, you know, that's here. You know, I do do a lot of, you know, using Palo Santo and Sage and Reiki crystals and just really putting positive vibes and manifestations and prayers, you know, into it because it is a sacred space of healing and anybody that walks into this space, they feel it. Immediately, mm-hmm. as soon as they sit down on the table or I open up the front door and I greet them, it's all of a sudden the weight and the anxiety just goes and they know that it's gonna be okay. And that's the feeling that you should be getting if you go to, you know, an alternative health, you know, practitioner, because it's about you and the holistic, you know, health of yourself. It's not just physical it's physical mental emotional and spiritual they all you know go together and that's where we get into the chakras because it goes like a chakra it's your energy center but it can create like physical elements within you if you have dis-ease within the body in those areas it can turn into disease Mm -hmm. and so that's where you get to the root cause and that's where you work with someone like me and your medical doctor you know because it works together
0: yes well christina where can everybody find you i'll put it in the show notes but go ahead and tell us
1: sure my email or not my email but my website is christinacarstwellness.com and um, it's K R I S T I N A, K A R S T W E L L. N-E-S-S dot com. I think I got it right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's ChristinaKarswellness.com. And then you do have the the ability through my website to reach out to me in chat or to send me an email. It lists my phone number, you know, everything that's there. And then you can see all the different services and things that I do offer, you know, within my website. Um, so I'd love. To I believe
0: you. I did your signature. Um, you did. The yes, Reiki, and it was wonderful.
1: It combines sound and Reiki. It's an hour and a half. I just love it. This is a passion for me. You know, it's what I know my path is. And it's what led me to get here ultimately, because I would have told you 10 years ago, I'm like, there's no way that I would be, you know, sitting right now having a podcast <laughs> talking about sound healing and energy work, but it was all, it was the missing puzzle piece. And when I picked that up and I put it in, it fit. And then everything, absolutely everything changed in my world. And, um, I want to pass that on to others so they can feel what I felt.
0: Well, I have so enjoyed talking to you. I, anytime I'm around you and I hope the listeners will just sense what an amazing person you are and, and how amazing your energy is. And so I just thank you for this gift of your time and sitting down and talking to us.
1: Absolutely. It was my pleasure. I enjoyed it so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I really want to connect with and interact with all of you. There are several ways we can do that. On Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Central, I will be live on TikTok so we can discuss the prior Monday's episode. Additionally, you can screenshot this episode, post it on Instagram with your thoughts, comments, questions, and tag me at the Random Yogi Podcast. Again, on TikTok, I'm the Random Yogi. And on Instagram, I'm the Random Yogi Podcast. Thank you again. Hi, everyone. We've already given away a $25 Starbucks gift card. Now we're having two more free giveaway random drawings. First, between January 2nd and March 31st, anyone who subscribes, if you haven't already, and leaves a review of this podcast will be entered into a random drawing for a $25 Starbucks gift card if you screenshot your review post it on Instagram, and tag us at The Random Yogi Podcast. The second drawing will be for anyone between January 2nd and March 31st. Anyone who interacts with us via Instagram or TikTok will be entered to win a $50 gift card to Amazon. And in this drawing, you can be entered multiple times to win if you interact with us multiple times. The way to do that is either... Screenshot an episode and post it on Instagram with your observations, comments, and questions and tag us at The Random Yogi Podcast or create a post on TikTok about an episode with your comments, questions, observations, and tag us in your post at The Random Yogi. Again, on Instagram, we're The Random Yogi Podcast and on TikTok and Facebook, we're The Random Yogi. These two random drawings will be held in early April and the decision of the podcast is final. So no complaining if you don't win, but there will be more free giveaways as we go through the year. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us this week. Please support the Random Yogi podcast at patreon.com to get bonus content and merchandise. Please join us again next week. And thank you for listening.